Era Radio was paid a fee to air the following program. All information discussed on the following program is for general information purposes only and does not constitute legal advice or create an attorney-client relationship. Prior to acting on any legal matter, you should seek legal advice from a qualified legal attorney who can evaluate your situation and advise you accordingly. Welcome to Your Partner in Law on Seattle's Cairo Radio 97.3 FM and AM 770 KTTH. Your Partner in Law is brought to you in part by the law firm Gregorick & Associates PLLC. Charting your course to a secure future. Your Partner in Law starts now. Here's your host, Rick Gregorick. Good morning, sunshiny Seattle. I'm Rick Gregorick, and you're listening to Your Partner-in-Law. We're here every Sunday morning to help tackle some of those tough questions uh, you might have on estate and elder planning or maybe that real estate deal that you're just not sure what's going on or sadly maybe someone's passed on and you're going to have to deal with a probate or a trust settlement. Um, We're here to talk about all this stuff, special needs planning, asset protection, boy, all kinds of fun stuff. And what's really great for us is, you know, the attorneys getting to do this. We, we just talk about what we do every, every day, every week, every year. And we try to, we ourselves learn from working with our clients. And then here on Your Partner in Law, we try to share a lot of that experience, knowledge, and dare I say wisdom with you in order to um, aid you, just aid you in doing your estate or elder planning which draws the question that we keep hearing about on the radio about elder law and estate planning. And let's, let's talk about what are the differences, estate and elder planning? Why would you be a candidate for one versus the other? And where they might really be more of a continuum than separate, but it's not just age. There's a lot of factors that go into whether you would go down this mode. Now, what's very interesting is in both estate and elder law, we use very similar documents, wills, trust, powers of attorney, health care directives. So it's not the name of the document. It's how is the document written and for what purposes is it going to be carrying out? It, it just seems obvious that this you know, should happen. If you've got lots of money, your estate plan is necessarily going to have a component regarding estate and inheritance taxes, perhaps, perhaps income tax management. Whereas if your estate is modest, you're more likely to be concerned about protecting the modest estate that you have. And then obviously there's that nagging worry that all of us have. What if, what if I become incapacitated? Where's the money going to come from? Because I think unless you've been a really effective ostrich, you have to realize that if you have to go into long-term care and have professional services, you are up into the many thousands of dollars per month, whether you're in an institution or even at home. In fact, that home cost can even be more than institutional costs sometimes. And of course, none of us, self-included, want to plan on going to a nursing home or other facility. I have to plan for the contingency that if I have to go, but I don't want to, of course not. So, and I tell all the tough guys out there, you know, that it doesn't matter how big you are. Ted's laughing over here because because we deal with this every day. Well, we're all one of them, you know. And so, folks, got Ted Hansen in the uh, studio this morning, and we are um, thrilled to be here. We would love to um, chat with you this morning at 888-973-5476. That's the hotline. Get your aid on KTTH and Cairo. This morning, ask us your questions, 888-973-5476. So, Ted, you know, today I really wanted to talk about just kind of the fundamentals and the things that a lot of folks over overlook, I think, when we're talking about estate planning and the breadth of it. It's not just creating a will to say, who gets my stuff when I die and who's in charge. Yep. To be very frank with most of you, your will might be the simplest document of all of your estate planning documents. The more, you know, the more difficult ones and the more problematic ones very oftentimes are your powers of attorney, healthcare directives, and other ancillary uh, tools that are used in estate planning and tax planning. So well, well, that, mastery that, of those. That you use while you're alive. Correct. Right. This is an important point, too. And this is why 
whenever I interact with people about this. It, it really is not the death document that's the important part of the process here. It's these uh, powers of attorney for health care and for finances. And without those documents in place, folks, the only alternative that you have is the guardianship option. And we certainly don't want you going down that road. So having a complete estate plan generally will encompass the death document, either a will or a trust, these powers of attorney, an advanced health care directive perhaps, we do separate HIPAA releases, which is a real convenient item for the doctors, so they don't have to read a 20-page medical durable to get to that part of their planning. And uh, no, no, we also do an anatomical gifting designation, which allows those of us that are donors on our license to actually put some teeth into what it is we're trying to do with that designation. Well, but Ted, that's a great, you know, great example, and it's making sure that we each understand each tool that we have. Because for us lawyers, we look at a document as a tool. You know, the carpenter has his hammers and saws, if you will. You know, we have our words. That's what lawyers work with. That's our inventory and our tools. And so they're put to put to paper to um, communicate your wishes and desires in a manner in which you and, wish and, them and to and be displayed. And that's a good analogy because we can have the kitty tool set or we can have the adult professional tool hey, kit, right, which, is, you know, which is really what we strive to do for people. Well, and, and, yeah, okay, and, well, let's take the hardware thing analogy just a little bit there, Ted, yeah. right? When I was selling real estate many, many, many years ago before I uh, went to law school, um, I walked in a house one time and there'd been a lot of changes to the house. I, I, I couldn't bring myself to saying improvements. And the homeowner took me room to room in the basement and the garage. And he was so excited to tell me, I built this bookcase. I built this. I built that. I installed this. And I'm thinking to myself as I'm going through as the agent, God, how much am I going to have to deduct from the sales price for this? It's going to have to be redone. Nobody's well, going to buy this. He didn't do the this. electrical, yeah. It's awful. <laughs> I mean, in one place, it, you know, he needed a bigger hole for a board to go through. So, you know, instead of cutting it out with a saber saw or something like that, oh, what the heck, I'll just get a hammer and I'll beat it out. And so you, just, you can just see this hammer marks all over in a big, you know, big hole beat in the wall to, you know, instead of doing that. And, of course, nothing patched up. And his bookcases were, you know, these slanting things you might see in a, you know, one of those movies, you know, where everything's slide to one side. But it was awful. And, you know, sometimes doing it yourself isn't the best choice. Especially in this arena. Now, you know, if you, if you do something yourself, you ought to have skills at doing that. Um, skills, folks, and that's what it takes. I think, you know, it, you know, maybe, Ted, we have an example of how things can go so wrong by people doing what they think might be right. And you came in this morning with kind of a chuckle on your face and said, did you see? Tell us what we were talking well, about here. We were, we were kind of kidding around about Aretha Franklin and this uh, – group of wills that were found in her house, one of which was found in her couch cushions of all places. But that's where most people store their wills, well, in the couch that, cushions. <laughs> I guess it's next to the chips and the Coca-Cola. There you go. But, but, which is convenient for most of us. <laughs> <laughs> and perhaps that was her case, but, but nevertheless. So now we went, when she started off in what we call an intestate probate, which means nobody could find the will, now all of a sudden there are three of them. So what, what happens in a case like that is all three of them get filed with the court and the black robe gets to make the call, the ultimate call. Well, on and which, in this case, you know, valid, right? two so. sons or two children want they favor one yeah. will, another one favors another yeah. will, and some wills had strikeovers and yeah. blank lines in them, yeah. and one said it was reading almost incoherently, rambling about. And folks, yeah. she could afford an attorney, but what was really interesting in here in this one article. She evidently had some attitude issues with her, both her CPA and her attorney, who I think she called inept or yes. something along inefficient the inefficient or something. Inefficient yeah, yeah. and inept. And, you know, yet folks. The same, it, yet the same attorney is now administering her estate, by the right. way. Right. So, uh, you know, <laughs> and, and we're never sure. It's a little bit crazy, doesn't it? What's really going on here. But, um, folks, you know, if, if you have a, you know, if you've had a divorce, and you had your divorce attorney, and, you know, those are tough times. Now, with a few exceptions, maybe Mr. Ralston in our office might be an exception there, but most family law attorneys, um, you know, aren't into the follow-up work or doing your estate planning and helping you, you know, get ready for your next new phase of your life. Um, most just kind of cut you loose and yeah. things like that. And so from the, you know, looking at your your attitude toward your divorce attorney, might not be the most favorable, regardless of which side you came out on, because in divorces, my 
my general feeling is both sides lose. Yes. There are no real winners. Yeah. And so it does leave kind of a taste in your mouth. So, Or maybe you've been sued by a lawyer because of a car accident. And that kind of soils people's thinking about lawyers. For us who do the estate planning, this what we call a transaction type of law, remember it's the estate planning, the elder law planning component is not adversarial. We're on the same side, the attorney and the client, or the attorney's there to serve that client. We're not in an adversarial position, but we want to prepare yourself so if there is ever an adversarial position, your documents are prepared for you. And speaking of getting you prepared, Real Retirement, it's one of our more popular um, workshops, uh, classes that we do. We do it up in Bothell, Ted, up there at the uh, Country Inn and Suites by Radisson there on North Creek Parkway. It's Wednesday, June 12th, so about, uh, you know, 10, 12 days from now. Wednesday, June 12th, 7 o'clock, Real Retirement. We're going to be talking about how do you put it all together, folks? What is the difference in estate and elder planning? How do you protect your family, the hard-earned assets that you have? How do you deal with taxes, whether it's estate taxes, income taxes, capital gains? My God, there's a lot of taxes out there. How do we optimize the efficiency of those? You know, what about people, you know, people are gifting at all ends of the economic spectrum. Some people are gifting because they're, you know, less fortunate, the lower end of the spectrum, a.k.a. poor perhaps, or people that are wealthier, they're giving it away to reduce their estates. Um, and I see so many mistakes being made in both realms on how they do this yeah. gifting and things like that. Yeah, more, more errors when you have a more modest estate, typically. We find oh, that it's so critical. Yes. Now, when you're wealthy, gifting really can be an advantage to you, even though that's a very kind of counterintuitive thought for most people is actually to give my money away while I'm alive. But yeah. you, know, you know, it happens, and it's necessary sometimes to prevent you from – paying an, uh, an, uh, and, and the Ted, state of Washington. The other thing we're going to be talking about out there at Real Retirement Wednesday, June 12th, is new laws that are evolving uh, regarding our retirement accounts. And boy, folks, you got to pay attention to this. Your retirement assets, for most of you, are becoming one of, if not the most, the second most significant asset. You know, you have your home, your retirement assets. Those are the two biggest assets we're seeing most people have. Um aside from other investments, but those two seem to be the big ones, and we're growing more and more of our estates inside these qualified plans, which means we have to consider how are we going to plan for these, and I can see that I need to take a break, and so when we return, your calls are 888 Go to com and sign up for Real Retirement, June 12th. We'll be right back. dad would always say the three worst words in the English language were shoulda, coulda, and woulda. So many people with retirement right around the corner or in the middle of it have the shoulda, coulda, wouldas facing them. They're not proactive. You didn't take care of the will. You didn't take care of the trust. They didn't do what was needed to do when it came to real estate and taxes. So right now, let's avoid the shoulda, coulda, wouldas and call Rick Gregorick. Rick Gregorick is my estate planner. I sat down with Rick, explained my situation. He walked me through all the different variables, whether it was a trust or a charitable trust, real estate or taxes. It is so complicated, you've got to rely on an expert like Rick who is so kind and knowledgeable about all of it. So be proactive. Take control of your life now. You can schedule a complimentary consultation at yourpartnerinlaw.com. You can also listen to Rick's show, Your Partner in Law, every Sunday morning at 9 on Cairo and KTTH. Your Partner in Law with Rick Gregorick, my estate planner, yourpartnerinlaw.com. I have to tell you, what a relief for my wife and me when we got signed up for long-term care coverage. The more I learned about the fact that nearly three out of four of us will need some form of long-term care in our retirement, there are so many issues play. For some people, they can't afford it and they become a burden on their friends and family. For others, you do have money set aside, but it wipes out everything that you've saved. And maybe most importantly, it's about having a plan so that all your children have to do is carry out your wishes. It's not a burden on them. And that's why I love the advice we got from Brian Ott and 525 Advisors. We started by going to one of Brian's free classes, and that's what I recommend you do to find out about all the different plans they offer. Brian does have a few classes coming up this month. Seats are limited, so sign up now at 525longtermcare.com. You'll get a free copy of Brian's book. 
up too. Go to 525longtermcare.com, 525longtermcare.com. Look, I know how complicated planning your retirement can be, but you not knowing all your options can be costly. John Curley here with my friend and attorney, Rick Gregorick, your host of Your Partner in Law. Rick, tell everyone what they'll learn at your next class on June 12th. We teach individuals and families the ins and outs of estate and elder law planning. At this event, you'll learn how to develop your wills, trust, powers of attorney, health care directives, tax planning, senior housing, IRA investments, and much, much more. Boy, you cover it all. We sure do, John. At this event, I'll be covering all of the important aspects of estate and elder law planning so that you can protect yourself and your family. Our goal is your peace of mind. Don't put it off. Be proactive and have a plan and peace of mind. Start by attending Rick's class June 12th at 7 o'clock in Bothell. Now, seating is limited, so make your reservation now. Go to yourpartnerinlaw.com. That's yourpartnerinlaw.com. Register at yourpartnerinlaw.com. Now back to Your Partner in Law with Rick Gregorick on Cairo Radio 97.3 FM and AM 770 KTTH. Uh oh, Teddy's go. rocking out here. There we go. Hey, folks, right. this is your partner in law. And our question today really is about estate planning versus elder planning. And what's the difference and why does it matter? You know, let, so that's what we you know, want to kind of demystify a lot of this stuff here today, Ted. And also, you know, folks, it, it is what we're going to be talking about out at Real Retirement. It's our next upcoming class. It's June 12th. That's a Wednesday, not this coming, but the following Wednesday, 7 o'clock out there in Bothell. We wanted to come a little bit north and uh, hit you guys up there. It's at the Country Inn and Suites uh, by Radisson there. Real retirement coming up June 12th. Please come out and uh, join us. We love meeting you so much, and you're going to have just a great class. You can leave your checkbooks at home. You won't need them or your credit cards. But um, come on out for an evening of learning. It's a two-hour class, and I think you'll be – really happy that you did and you're going to leave with a great deal of information to help you start to develop or update your estate and elder planning and have a little better understanding of the topics there. So yourpartnerinlaw.com, that's how you get your tickets and we will sell out like we do every event. So if you have an opportunity to hop online today, uh, yourpartnerinlaw.com, click events, we'll get you there. So Ted, when we're looking at, you know, this whole issue of estate planning and elder law planning, we, we use so many similar documents, but now in our practice, for instance, you have a, the heavy dominance on the elder law area. And so from an elder law perspective, when you're looking at a client to say, well, is this an elder law client or this the quote, traditional planning. What, what is it that you're looking for when you talk with that client that's the differentiator, aside from the fact that they're over 60 or something along those lines? Well, the mere fact that they're over, that, that age threshold is one, one factor for sure. But when it comes to elder law planning, primarily the issues become one of how do I plan properly for disability for the remaining years. And that sometimes can involve things uh, such as housing and and how am I going to live and where am I going to live and am I going to be able to maintain the style of living? Can I retrofit my own home to accommodate me in my years as I age on? And these are the kind of things that we focus on when we deal with elder law planning. Now, there is definitely a crossover. Like Rick says, we use the same instruments to the same degree, but it's the content of the instruments that are critically different. And and when it comes to planning for those in potential Medicaid situations where they don't have sufficient assets to private patients, something happen. That's really where the elder law slant comes in and to talk to people through those issues and how to plan for those things. Perhaps it involves preserving some assets. Perhaps it involves shifting assets between spouses. Perhaps it involves gifting. There could be a number of different ways that 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 meets out, but essentially that's the difference. It's a heightened awareness on incapacity and how we plan for that. So, you know, so so many times what we would define as the elder law client, when they present or when you come into the office, very oftentimes there's already been an intervening medical event or an escalating event, whether it's stroke or dementia or or just Or just an awareness that a change is happening, right? I get that a lot too, right? Just something's not right the same. And we have, you know, let's say, modest to scarce resources. So we're not talking a multi-million dollar estate here. There, right. You know, that's going to be estate tax 
um, yeah. focused, but we're also going to look at disability planning yeah. and everything there, but in a different mode because we're probably going to have a different payment mode. That's really what we're yeah. kind of looking at is who's going to pay under certain circumstances in the event yeah. of your disability, and do you have enough resources to pay for disability? If not, how long would you pay? And then, you know, obviously the intersection of long-term care insurance, well, you have to be able to afford that too. So there's lots of different things. And then, of course, we have the backdrop and the safety net of Medicaid that's there to, you know, catch that. But, you know, planning to go on to Medicaid is really a sad event. Um, We do have to do that sometimes. But for many clients, Ted, we found that if they do early intervention, early planning, in other words, don't wait till you're 70 to get going on your planning. Yeah. I'd say start in your 50s, but ideally I'd like to see you start much younger. You should start your planning. If, you, if you're married, you have children, you definitely need to do your planning. Yeah. If you're single and don't have much and you want to take your chances, I guess that's what you're doing. You're taking yeah, and your I, chances. And I, and I think I think really a lot of what, what it is when I deal with people even in their 50s is just having an awareness that that's coming down the road. And <clears throat> like you said earlier, uh, none of us, you know, that have been in nursing home situations ever really want to find ourselves there, and and I think that that you know that that environment has changed considerably over the years from what we used to consider traditional nursing homes, where people just lie in the halls and things of that nature, are now largely being replaced by adult family homes and assisted living facilities and those types of places, and and so, but we still do get these nursing home type clients, and and that takes a different type of planning altogether than planning for somebody that may be transitioning into an adult family home or an assisted living facility. So, so it you know it's quite interesting. We also find in the elder law area, the involvement of others in your planning becomes yeah. a significant component. Yes. Those others are generally your children and your possibly grandchildren or maybe a niece or nephew, something along those lines, because, you know, you're probably generally starting to get into that phase where you may need a little bit of assistance, either getting around or paying the bills and things of that nature. And so we necessarily have to involve others, which means that, you know, I'm not sure if your goals and that are being carried out as best they could be because you're now trying to carry out your planning with some level of diminished capacity, perhaps, with the aid of another person. Well, that's going to be different planning, folks, perhaps, than when you were sharp of mind and, you know, were cognitive for your own thoughts. And that's why we talk to try to get in early. So, folks, we're going to take a quick break and then your calls at 888-973-5476. That's the Cairo KTTA hotline this morning, 888-973-5476. Your partner in law. We'll be right back. This is Michael Medved. Financial experts will tell you that you should have a plan in place for the high cost of long-term care. If your plan consists of using your savings to pay for any long-term care needs in the future, then take a moment to contact 525 Advisors. 525 Advisors are the local long-term care experts. They will show you how to set up an asset-based plan using a portion of your existing savings. Now, this way you maintain control of your money and you're guaranteed to get your money back even if you don't need long-term care. For every dollar you put in today, 525 Advisors will show you how to get 3 to $4 back in tax-free long-term care protection. Call 525 Advisors today to learn how you can put a portion of your savings to work and protect your family and the rest of your assets from the high costs of long-term care. Call today at 425-748-8188. That's 425-748-8188 at 525longtermcare.com. That's 525longtermcare.com. Look, I know how complicated planning your retirement can be, but you not knowing all your options can be costly. John Curley here with my friend and attorney, Rick Gregorick, your host of Your Partner-in-Law. Rick, tell everyone what they'll learn at your next class on June 12th. We teach individuals and families the ins and out of estate and elder law planning. At this event, you'll learn how to develop your wills, trust, powers of attorney, health care directives, tax planning, senior housing, IRA investments, and much, much more. Boy, you cover it all. We sure do, John. At this event, I'll be covering all of the important aspects of estate and elder law planning so that you can protect yourself and your family. Our goal is your peace of mind. Don't put it off. Be proactive and have a plan and peace of mind. Start by attending Rick's class June 12th at 7 o'clock in Bothell. Now, seating is limited, so make your reservation now. Go to yourpartnerinlaw.com. That's yourpartnerinlaw.com. Register at yourpartnerinlaw.com. 
Return to Your Partner in Law on Seattle's Cairo Radio 97.3 FM and AM 770 KTTH with your host, Rick Gregorick. Hey, that's me, Rick Gregorick. Glad to be with you folks every Sunday morning or almost every Sunday morning. Uh, Ted and uh, Scott filled in last week. Uh, thank you very much, guys. And, of course, Scott's in absentia today. Got Ted in here today. He's and riding his bike somewhere. Of course he is. He's a biking man, I'll tell you. He puts on hundreds of miles every week. It's, uh, yeah. I guess I'm envious, but <laughs> maybe not. Yeah, I'm not. I yeah, I, I just don't get it. But I, I, did, I don't know. That, that much sitting. That much sitting. <laughs> yeah, <you> exactly. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, he humbles most of us in that uh, that regard. But, folks, you know, today we've been kind of trying to talk about, you know, maybe, you know, really some of the real basics that – we really need to talk about in trying to differentiate between estate and elder planning. And what I'd like to tell most of you, you don't have to decide. Your situation has already decided that for you and where you may go from there. So when you would come into our office for a consultation, um, you'll be guided into the correct area of planning, be it traditional planning or elder planning, if you will, because you know we've kind of made that distinction um, between planning. Um, both areas deal with disabilities, Ted. Both areas both deal do. with special both needs do. children or a special needs uh, partner or spouse. Um, we deal with the same types of issues. But in the elder law versus the other, there may be more um, immediate competency issues to deal with. It's definitely a factor. There yes. are immediate medical concerns we're oftentimes dealing with. Um, much. I, I look at our elder law part of our practice. It's far more hands-on, if you will, than traditional planning because there's things happening. Oftentimes, so many cases, people are in transition. They, they're leaving the hospital into a rehabilitative mode, and then they're going to leave that rehabilitative mode and either go home or go into some level of institutional living. Or not be living. allowed to go home, which well, is really said, the wake-up call for most people is that situation you just mentioned, and that is that the doctor will not discharge you back home. He wants you to go to some facility. Right, and this is care. a real This is culture. usually where the lightning bolt hits you, right, and you haven't planned for this, and you didn't see it coming. Coming and now what do I do, right? Well, people come in and they say, well, you know, the doctor told us or the nursing staff told us that um, we've got to move dad on Monday. This is Thursday or Friday. We've got to move him on Monday yeah. and he can't go home. And we realize now that it's $250 a day or $300 a day. And, oh, you know, insurance doesn't pay for this. Yes. And, you know, this is something I, you know, I want everybody to kind of try to hear as best I can Nursing home cost, cost of adult family homes, assisted living facilities, all of these alternative means of living outside of your own traditional home are still housing costs. They're not medical costs. You know, the nursing home looks a lot like a hospital, but it's not a hospital. It's a nursing home. And I think we need to remember home, house. It's where you live. Medical insurance does not pay for the house or the home where you live and so that's – I think it's just this misunderstanding that persists. Yeah, there is that component to it, and I don't think most people understand that. But it's, it's, just, it's just like paying rent on your traditional home. It's just paying it a so heck of a lot higher clip, you know. I mean, You'd much rather be at the Bellagio or yeah. something in a suite yeah. than for those kind of monies. Yeah, and, it, and it's true, too. And you mentioned earlier, too, how the cost of constant in-home care can be prohibitively expensive, and that's absolutely true. I mean, if you have 24-hour care, it's not unusual. That care might cost you thirty, thirty-five thousand dollars $35,000 a month. Whereas an adult family home or assisted living facility might cost you seven or thereabouts. Now is the real kind of the real number we get into. Yeah, well, in home cost is and so expensive. When you're in dementia care situations, Rick, it's not uncommon to be north of ten for sure. Um, and those are spe- you know specific facilities, and they serve a specific purpose. Generally, they're you know, lockdown type facilities, for lack of a better word, because people with that illness tend to roam and uh, end up on park benches or going through the neighbor's yard and doing things like that. It's really unfortunate, but it takes a whole different level of care to manage those types of problems. So elder law and estate planning, they're kind of, you know, two sides of the same coin. You know, it's it's all there. Now, one of the challenges that we do have is many um, traditional estate planning attorneys, um, and you all know who you are if you listen to the show, many of them only focus on one area or the other. And that's good. That's fine. That's okay. Um, but what you got to make sure is if, if you're the elder law client and you happen to stumble into someone's office and 
they don't do elder law. They're pretty much traditional estate planning. They're not going to have the right. They're not even going to ask you the right questions half the time. Yeah. And you know, it's just unfortunate that we have this. Um, elder law has been an emerging area of law over the past decade or so. You know, fifteen years ago, it was. You didn't hear about it. It was yeah. almost nothing. Yeah. And so today, um, because of the <laughs> the silver tsunami, the yep. baby boomers, you know, the yeah, ten thousand a day invasion, if you will, um, that has heightened this component. So el- estate planning is the big thing. Elder law is a component of that. That's right. Just like special needs planning is yep. a component of that. Yeah. In it's. And they have to be done differently. I mean, even a very wealthy person who comes in who has a disabled spouse or child or grandchild that they want to take care of, yeah, we're going to deal with all that. So disability planning is part and parcel of, you know, most traditional estate planning. It's just the context within within which it is accomplished. And the elder law component needs to make sure that someone is highly skilled in the Medicaid rules and things that go along there because – Things that you might consider doing in an estate planning traditional mode, if you were to do those in the elder planning mode, could prove to be very unproductive or financially, yeah. you know, the wrong choice. Yeah. And just the opposite happens as well, right? I mean, we we purposely do things in the elder law planning arena that we don't do in traditional planning sometimes, like shifting assets from the yeah. well spouse to the ill spouse. So if the ill spouse dies first, he can protect all the money for the well spouse. There's a number of different things that we do. Uh, in this arena that are different and counterintuitive, perhaps, to the way we normally do things. So, folks, if you'd like to learn more about this, please attend our next upcoming class. It's called Real Retirement, and it's uh, June 12th, 7 o'clock, in Bothell at the Country Inn and Suites by Radisson. And uh, you're going to learn all this great stuff on protecting your assets, your family. We'll talk about estate taxes, gifting, generation skipping. We're going to have some Medicaid in there. Uh, you know, special needs planning, qualified personal residence trust. Maybe we'll talk about those. And very, very importantly, we're going to be talking about your qualified IRA plans. Please do join us. Go to yourpartnerinlaw.com. Get your tickets today for real retirement. You'll be glad you did. It's a great class. We'll be right back after this short break. My dad would always say the three worst words in the English language were shoulda, coulda, and woulda. So many people with retirement right around the corner or in the middle of it have the shoulda, coulda, wouldas facing them. They're not proactive. You didn't take care of the will. You didn't take care of the trust. They didn't do what was needed to do when it came to real estate and taxes. So right now, let's avoid the shoulda, coulda, wouldas and call Rick Gregorick. Rick Gregorick is my estate planner. I sat down with Rick, explained my situation. He walked me through all the different variables, whether it was a trust or a charitable trust, real estate or taxes. It is so complicated. You've got to rely on an expert like Rick, who is so kind and knowledgeable about all of it. So be proactive. Take control of your life now. You can schedule a complimentary consultation at yourpartnerinlaw.com. You can also listen to Rick's show, Your Partner in Law, every Sunday morning at 9 on Cairo and KTTH. Your Partner in Law with Rick Gregorick, my estate planner, yourpartnerinlaw.com. Retirement. What does it mean to you? Has it changed as a result of today's economy? Are you worried about your future? Could there be stormy seas ahead? Hi, this is Rick Gregrick, founder of Gregrick & Associates. We're a dedicated team of legal and tax professionals that can help you navigate your course for a secure future. Whether you're just thinking about your retirement or you're well into your retirement years, whether you're single, married, or involved in a domestic partnership, we can help you create your necessary legal and tax planning. I am so glad I found one firm that can help me with all my legal and tax needs. Call today for your free consultation, 425-284-3450. That's 425-284-3450. You can also sign up for a partner-in-law event. Just go to yourpartnerinlaw.com and find the elder law or estate planning course that's best for you. You can register for both events by going to yourpartnerinlaw.com, yourpartnerinlaw.com. Look, I know how complicated planning your retirement can be, but you not knowing all your options can be costly. John Curley here with my friend and attorney, Rick Gregorick, your host of Your Partner-in-Law. Rick, tell everyone what they'll learn at your next class on June 12th. We teach individuals and families the ins and outs of estate and elder law planning. 
At this event, you'll learn how to develop your wills, trust, powers of attorney, healthcare directives, tax planning, senior housing, IRA investments, and much, much more. Boy, you cover it all. We sure do, John. At this event, I'll be covering all of the important aspects of estate and elder law planning so that you can protect yourself and your family. Our goal is your peace of mind. Don't put it off. Be proactive and have a plan and peace of mind. Start by attending Rick's class June 12th at 7 o'clock in Bothell. Now, seating is limited, so make your reservation now. Go to yourpartnerinlaw.com. That's yourpartnerinlaw.com. Register at yourpartnerinlaw.com. Now, back to Your Partner in Law with Rick Gregorick on Cairo Radio 97.3 FM and AM 770 KTTH. Hey, welcome back to Your Partner in Law. We're here to serve you and to help educate you and give you the information you need to help make wise decisions. Those of you who choose to come to us to help you with your estate and elder planning or real estate or business or whatever, think of us as your guide through your planning process, business planning, life planning, estate planning, call it what you like. We all got to get from point A to point B in our life and there's trials and tribulations along the way. There's ups and downs. I think our, if, if we look at the traje- trajectory of our life, it looks a lot like the stock market. It's got an end goal in mind out there, but we're ups and downs and ups Between, and downs and open right. down, ups and downs. That's right. And uh, cardiac arrest in the middle. Yeah. Well, so. you're talking about you know basics, and one of the most basic things is to actually take some steps toward getting this accomplished, and that's why we offer free consults. And when we say free consults, we mean free consults to talk to you about your estate planning. It's not uncommon that I have people come in to talk to me for an hour or more, and they mull it over, and they think about it, and eventually they come around to doing it. But we'd like you to get to that doing it part sooner than later, frankly, but not all people are on the same page with that. But having the awareness that you need to start somewhere a uh, free consultation with a lawyer, folks, is a pretty good place to start. So, Well, it, it yeah, it really is not to toot our own horn or everything, but uh, we have a great deal of experience at the firm and um, a, a history of successful planning with our clients. Um, the planning techniques and things that we've used have certainly gone through the court systems. They've certainly gone through yeah. the Internal Revenue Service, the, you know, the, you know, the State Revenue Department. Yeah, and, and that's um, really the benefit. We've got a really good uh, – boy, I'm just so it's proud It's a benefit of, of having a full-service estate planning firm because not only – and a lot of lawyers don't do administration work, and that's really where we find out how well or how poorly these plans work. And, and boy, do we get a lot of them that are <laughs> challenging, to say the least. You know, we have things that are commonly miswritten, names misspelled, uh, not really, really clear on the intent. Forgot a junior rather than a Forgot senior. A, that always happens, right? And oh, I, we've had many a will contest with that issue right there, that there's been a misidentified junior or senior in the plan. And uh, those types of things happen. So you've got, you got to pay attention to what you have. I suggest that if you have something that you actually read it, that's a good place to start. These are fundamental things that when we get people in front of us, they say, well, that's not what I intended to have happen. Well, that's what the document says is going to happen. You know, Ted, that is a really great point yeah. because I've seen people, even people who have done their own wills or trust. God forbid, please don't try your own trust, folks, but that's that's just me. But, you know, or they've even had, you know, attorneys prepare the documents. And then I asked the clients when they sit down and maybe the will's 10, 15, 20, 30 years old by now. I said, well, what does your will accomplish? What what was your goal there and how did you want your how do how do you think things would have had unfolded? It's a rare case when they're right. Yeah. According to what they want or what they're stating today. Yeah. Usually versus, I get I don't know. <laughs> versus what the document yeah. says or the most yeah, the, the yeah. probably the most frequent answer is I'm not really sure yeah. or I don't understand this or it's confusing. Well, folks, there is a lot of technical stuff in, you know, any type of legal document and you know, I think at our firm, Gregor and Associates, I think we take the time and we do our very, very best to answer those questions, draw pictures, so you know, diagrams yeah. and flow charts. Well, it's and- like any other legal planning, Rick. When we when we go down that road, we want a result, right? That's why we go and we do this type of planning because we want a certain result. And if that certain result doesn't match with what your intended goals are, then you've just wasted a bunch of time and money getting there. And so. 
this is, like I said, one of those very, very fundamental issues, and that is if you have a plan, read it. If you have a plan, please keep it tuned up. It's like a new car. It's great for the first couple thousand miles, and then it starts needing oil, and it starts needing timing belts, or it starts needing all these other things, that yeah, this, routine maintenance type things that you have to do with estate planning as well as any other thing that you well, have in your life. We, we've said so many often, or so oftentimes that planning is a process. It is a process. Not an event. Yeah. We start the planning process, and then we have to maintain that throughout our life for changing circumstances. You're going to change. Your health is going to change. Your family situation is going to change. The people in your plan are going to change, some for the better, some for the worse. Your finances are going to you know, potentially change positively or negatively. The laws are certainly changing, sometimes positively, sometimes negatively. Yeah. But we've got all of these competing things. And then just your own goals, your own objectives, they develop over time. Stop and think, folks. If you're 60 years old today, think back to what your thought processes might have been in the 20s, if you could remember back then. <laughs> try to do that. I've been going through this little uh, catharsis, if you will, and uh, trying not to relive the past, but to say, you know, where was I then? And I, I remember things like, uh, you know, I grew up in this, you know, 68, 69, early 70s era. And, of course, that was the tail end of the Vietnam you know, protest area and the Jane Fonda rallies at the colleges and, you know, just a very, you know, tumultuous time yep. and um, great music. <laughs> but, but, you know, it, when you kind of reminisce there and say, well, where was my head then and where is my head today and how has that evolved and changed over time? Hopefully we're all evolving. Right? Yeah. So your estate plan needs to evolve with you. Think of the person you are or the person you were before you had a child versus the person you are after you have a child. We see you know, really huge changes in both you know, guys and gals when they become parents. Absolutely. These are all triggering events that uh, might mean we want to do something different for our estate plan. I get a lot of folks that come to me and they say, well, this was done before I even had children. Well, okay, maybe it's about time we fix this for you. And your you children know. are what, 30 you, and your 40? Your 50 now. Yeah, maybe it's time we changed a little of this for you, help you get back on track. So don't let these kind of things stop you, folks. So do hey, take folks, uh, consultation. don't forget Real Retirement, our next class coming up. You're going to get your, an opportunity to ask questions, learn about all this stuff. Go to yourpartnerinlaw.com, sign up today. There is a minor fee. Just help offset the cost of the event, and that way we can give you free consultations for your estate planning. So Real Retirement, June 12th, yourpartnerinlaw.com. Click events. We'll be right back. Sometimes big events in your life all of a sudden cause you to wake up and realize you should start planning for the future. I lost my dad a little over a year ago to cancer, and I remember thinking to myself, I should probably have a will or trust. So I called Rick Gregorick. Now, the reason I called Rick Gregorick is because I've been listening to him on Cairo Radio on Sunday mornings, and the guy is an absolute expert. I sat down with him. I explained my situation. He walked me through all the different variables, whether it was a trust or charitable trust, real estate, taxes. It was so complicated. I was so glad I had Rick right there to walk me through the whole process. So be proactive. Take control of your life right now. Go meet with Rick Gregorick and schedule a compliment consultation at yourpartnerinlaw.com. You can also listen to Rick's show like I do, Your Partner in Law, every Sunday morning at 9 on Cairo and KTTH. Schedule a meeting with my estate planner, Rick Gregory at yourpartnerinlaw.com. That's yourpartnerinlaw.com. I have to tell you, what a relief for my wife and me when we got signed up for long-term care coverage. The more I learned about the fact that nearly three out of four of us will need some form of long-term care in in our retirement, there are so many issues at play. For some people, they can't afford it and they become a burden on their friends and family. For others, you do have money set aside, but it wipes out everything that you've saved. 
And maybe most importantly, it's about having a plan so that all your children have to do is carry out your wishes. It's not a burden on them. And that's why I love the advice we got from Brian Ott and 525 Advisors. We started by going to one of Brian's free classes, and that's what I recommend you do to find out about all the different plans they offer. Brian does have a few classes coming up this month. Seats are limited, so sign up now at 525longtermcare.com. You'll get a free copy of Brian's book, too. Go to 525longtermcare.com, 525longtermcare.com. Look, I know how complicated planning your retirement can be, but you not knowing all your options can be costly. John Curley here with my friend and attorney, Rick Gregorick, your host of your partner-in-law. Rick, tell everyone what they'll learn at your next class on June 12th. We teach individuals and families the ins and out of estate and elder law planning. At this event, you'll learn how to develop your wills, trust, powers of attorney, health care directives, tax planning, senior housing, IRA investments, and much, much more. Boy, you cover it all. We sure do, John. At this event, I'll be covering all of the important aspects of estate and elder law planning so that you can protect yourself and your family. Our goal is your peace of mind. Don't put it off. Be proactive and have a plan and peace of mind. Start by attending Rick's class June 12th at 7 o'clock in Bothell. Now, seating is limited, so make your reservation now. Go to yourpartnerinlaw.com. That's yourpartnerinlaw.com. Register at yourpartnerinlaw.com. We return to Your Partner in Law on Seattle's Cairo Radio 97.3 FM and AM 770 KTTH with your host, Rick Gregorick. Wow. Back on this sunny Sunday morning. It is indeed. Beautiful beautiful day out there today. So, uh, folks, uh, Real Retirement, that's our next class coming up. So you've heard the ads, heard me talk about a little bit. So uh, do get signed up at yourpartnerinlaw.com. These are kind of fun events. It's a smaller event. It's not some big mega event. So you have plenty yeah. of time to ask your questions. A little and, more personal. A little yeah. Bit, yeah. Usually no more than 30, 40 people at the most usually. And, yeah. And they're fun. So we really enjoy doing yep. them. And in between our big events, um, just for a little tickler out there on your calendar, October 5th is probably um, – Retirement Roundtable, year four. Coming yeah. up, you'll start seeing ads for that pretty soon. So you want to mark your calendars for October 5th. That's a Saturday. That's a day of learning, an entire day. Wow. You get kind of a – I don't know if you get a master's degree in estate planning, but let's say you get an associate's degree. So you get started. You get the basics, and then we can move on from there and get you up into graduate-level work so you can get your job done. Yeah. But um, you know, this whole idea of planning in – you know, it, it falls on deaf ears so many times until something happens. You know, lots of us are going through life, la-di-da, and everything's great. And it could be, as you know, as we age, it could be something as simple as a slip and fall. Yep, that's but, usually the start, unfortunately. You know, a, a thing like that, or it's a skiing accident, or something along those lines. Yeah, or, or just the just the automobile accidents. Yeah, I had another time. story here a couple of weeks ago, someone, you know, fellow at work dropped dead at 45 years old from a heart attack. You know, they said, well, but this guy, you know, he, he was the guy who ate right. You know, he, you know, didn't have the fats and all the stuff in his diet. He exercised, he ran every week and yep. picture of health and he drops dead of a heart attack at 45. It happens. Folks, stuff happens at all walks of life. And if you want to be responsible, not only for yourself, but your family, and uh, what goes on, and even your community, I think, benefits from you doing your own planning. You certainly benefit from it by hanging on to more of your hard-earned assets or you learning to use them more efficiently or effectively um, with the backdrop of taxes that we have. Yeah, to, having the comfort knowing with. that if you can't do it, someone else can, and you've made that decision, and that's that's a biggie, folks, and people don't really realize that, and I know – when we started this show off, we were talking about the men in the community, and we are by far the worst because, of course, nothing will happen to us, and you know, it'll always it'll always work itself out in the end. Well, that's what we're trying to avoid yeah. here is that kind of attitude. But unfortunately, it's it's a tough a tough uh, thing to overcome. The mighty oak falls too, right? It's yeah, uh, yeah we we're all fall prey to these things, and yep. nobody is immune or exempt. I mean, my goodness, if money could fix things, we'd probably still have Paul Allen. Yeah, absolutely. You know, money doesn't fix health problems. That's it can true. benefit them, obviously, and get better access and to health And the point isn't to be fatalistic about talking about this. It's just trying to bring some reality to what's happening, right? Well, well, let's take a bad situation and make it 
less bad. Let's yeah. you know try to improve upon that situation yes. because you know these are realities of life. But we can manage those realities far more effectively, far more efficiently, and I think with more grace and dignity as well. And dignity yeah. is a big part of that end of life issues. I know that. Um, that's a tough road when you're sure laying in a hospital bed in a robe and there's 20 strangers all coming in and out of your room yeah. every day. And um, it's a bit daunting, folks. And, you know, but getting prepared for that and having your family prepared for that and the proper decision makers for medical decisions versus financial decisions, putting your teams together, not perhaps overburdening one family member. Um, with all the tasks and duties and responsibilities, but, you know, kind of working through these things. And then we see so much mismanagement, if you will, over qualified retirement plans, IRA accounts, especially as they go, you know, from, you know, either to spouses or on to children. Um, We see a lot of mistakes being made there that people are going to be paying a lot of unnecessary taxes or avoiding certain circumstances. I mean, one of the things we want to talk about out at our real retirement class coming up is some of the new proposed legislation that's going through that looks very likely. We may know by next week if it passes or not. Uh, the SECURE Act that's going to have some dramatic changes on our retirement accounts and how we plan for retirement. And there's going to be new law, which means you're going to have to jump on this. It, it may change some of the planning that you have done previously when we look at these new laws that are most likely going to uh, come into play. You know, Ted, it was very interesting. I haven't seen the news, you know, really blasting the SECURE Act, uh, even though it's going to affect almost every American that has an IRA plan or a 401k or a savings plan. Um, I don't see much about that because, golly jeepers, this was something where the um, House of Representatives voted 417 to 3 in favor of it. That means strong, overwhelming, bipartisan um, yeah. you know, yeah, and support. I, it is. And, and I think the movement, Rick, really is that so many Americans don't save enough money for retirement and the government's making some attempt or has made some attempt to try to help you in this regard. And particularly in light of the fact that the Social Security system was designed back in the 60s and never contemplated people living well into their 90s and 100s in the near future, which is really what the problem is with the Social Security system is just this bundle of money that was intended to be there for people up until a certain age. Well, that age is now stretched at least 20, 25 years. Yeah, same number of dollars. We just got to make them last exactly. the next 20 years. Yeah, yeah. And for more people, right? So, for more people, yes. So, so that's the big <clears throat> rub here. So they're, they're, they're proposing some changes that will primarily impact people that have what we call inherited IRAs. And like I said, if you come to the event, we, we're going to get into this in a little bit more detail. Well, and then Washington State We could State spend an had, hour or two hours just on this topic alone. Right. Washington uh, State has kind of a long-term care thing that they're throwing out yeah. there that uh, – it's kind of like a little tiny Band-Aid on a great big yeah. gaping wound. Yeah. It, it, it's a bridge at best. It's uh, something we'll talk about um, as we yeah, it, all learn more about it. It's a stipend, I think. It, it, at, at best, it's a stipend. Yeah. And what my fear is that will people start hearing this, oh, I don't have to worry about it. There's a state long-term care program that will take yeah. care of me. Well, it'll take care of you for maybe a month or two. Yeah. And it's not going to be very long. Right. It's a very small pot of money. Um, it will help some, um, you know, anything helps, but, um, the state doesn't have the budget to throw in the money that's really necessary to do that unless, you know, we implement lots of, but that, that's another underpinning of this whole savings problem, Rick, is because the government spends an inordinate amount of money caring for people every year. It's almost every state's largest budget is the health budget. And the large portion of that is long-term care part of that budget. And, so the federal government is making some attempts to try to reduce that by making people save more. So they hey, can we're spend, getting the music. You can pay for your own, right? You're going to take us out with some nice music there. there so, hey, folks, uh, real retire, real retirement. That's our next upcoming class. It's one of our more popular classes. We'll have new information for you, and we're going to be talking about Washington State's new laws and the federal new laws, new taxes, all kinds of things that you need to know about. We'll be back next week. Check us out at yourpartnerinlaw.com. Click on events. Thanks for listening to Your Partner in Law with Rick Gregorick. Event info, newsletters, and Your Partner in Law podcast can all be found at yourpartnerinlaw.com. To schedule an appointment with Rick Gregorick, 
Call 425-284-3450. That's 425-284-3450. For more information on the show or to sign up for a free Partner-in-Law event, visit yourpartnerinlaw.com. Tune in next Sunday morning at 9 to Your Partner-in-Law with your host, Rick Gregorick. Simulcast on Cairo Radio 97.3 FM and AM 770 KTTH.